This episode of Neon Black is brought to you by Fender Play. Our good friends over at Fender have developed the complete learning app for guitar, bass, and ukulele. And within minutes, you could be playing classics and smash hit songs from Foster the People, Paramore, Joan Jett, and many, many more. Fender Play's library features thousands of lessons that teach skills, songs, and riffs in just minutes. It's even got a progress tracker and actually a very supportive online community to help keep yours and my musical momentum up. All this for less than 10 bucks a month, and there's even a free trial. So what the hell are you waiting for? Grab your guitar, bass, or ukulele, and start your free trial of Fender Play at fender.com forward slash neon black. What's up, kid? Spencer Pratt, rat-a-tat-tat, coming at you. This is Alex Jones of InfoWars.gov.org, anything that is outside of the realm of the Illuminati and the elitist scumbags who run the world's banks and are lizard people. Alex, has been a big fan for a long time, kid. Because <laughs> you're all about making that Skrilla and protecting it from all the people who try to cherry pick, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sick, Afflection, <laughs> Ed Hardy, Von Dutch. Yeah, that's right, Spencer. Uh, I know that you know that actually hidden inside most Affliction shirts is a design atypical of the Illuminati and of the, uh, the, the, what are those guys called that put bricks on things? Those fuckers. Uh, Freemasons? They, 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 the Freemasons. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Shane Gill. Shane Gill, also not a lizard person, though he does have a bloodline that goes back to vampires of Transylvania. Uh, he actually is second cousins with Hillary Rodham Clinton, who is half part alien, and her pussy's made of paraffin wax. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that, but that's a hidden secret because she is part of the Illuminati clan. These third world, new world order, uh elitist scumbags that are trying to take money from you and me, but I'm not going to handle it. I'm going to go bunker up with my boy Spencer Pratt here in Gonzales, Texas with all my arsenal. Sick, kid. Yeah, go play at AK-47. Ah. What does Rudy think? <laughs> what does Rudy think? <laughs> you can catch us on controlforever.com as well as iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud. Infowars.org. Make sure you go to Infowars.org <laughs> and you order yourself new Omega Krill 3000, which is uh, the most effective and antioxidant-rich fish oil available, only available at Infowars.org. Hey, uh, Alex, what, what's uh, what your YouTube link again? My YouTube link is xrxx39$pampersand.com. I thought you didn't have one. Well, Jason, what I'm giving you is a link to my Reddit subreddit, which actually links you to my hidden new YouTube it's called Not For YouTube, and it is a whole uh, infrastructure designed by me to uh, obviate all the different uh, the different blockades that the government, the New World Order, that the Skull and Bone Society, they've all thrown at me by actually kicking me off of YouTube. Neon Black. I was like, the MBH is a better product, dude. I was like, think about it this way. I don't we, know about that. We know the final. MBA we know is a, the conclusion. MBA is a better product. 
Why? NFL struggle. Well, especially this year. I mean, we talked about this actually last episode, but this year has felt the NFL has felt like finally, as somebody who loves the NFL, mm-hmm. multiple fantasy teams every year. My team has always sucked, so that doesn't really come. <laughs> not fantasy team. My my NFL team has always sucked, so it doesn't really come into what play. Team? The Dolphins. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's been about thirty years. Yeah, so I'm used to like they're they're what four and five. So like that's this is a normal this is a normal season for yeah. me. It just it just seemed weird this year. Just everything catching up to it. The the Le'Veon Bell stuff is weird. The Kaepernick like, stuff, Kaepernick is, still stuff is still there. Large. The CT stuff is weird. I don't know if it's because I saw that Junior Seau documentary and just bummed me out on on life. Yeah, and the other thing is, you know what's crazy to think? And I, I, again, I thought about this on the way over here. Was Jordan's already a billionaire in the NBA? There's no billionaire NFL players that I can think. No of. way. No. No. Way. LeBron's going to be the next billionaire, yeah. and. The way wait, the CBA wait, wait. is going, the, the NBA is a much better marketing product. I don't think it's a better product. I mean, the, 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 there's two different arguments. When it comes to developing players and personalities, the NBA is unrivaled, without question. I just don't. The level of play in the NFL, it's almost you, risen to a you, point. You wouldn't argue that the NBA is the exact same way with guys like Steph Curry, no, who's, who's hitting. 400 threes this season. It's changed and like the LeBron James. The that's, well, that's the and thing. You have, like it's changed the way the game's played. And then you I, have I guys like Zion Wright at Duke who's 300 pounds and can move like LeBron. Like LeBron. <laughs> it's just become, it's become to the, the on the court play for me has become too uh, player oriented. Like I, I was a, really? I was a bigger, you know, eighties, early nineties fan of basketball where, which a lot of people where, argue the nineties was, well, not argue. NBA was struggling in the nineties. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, the mid nineties. Yeah, mid nineties. Do you though, think a lot of that had to do with the Jordan retirement? Yes, and I think a lot of it had to do with uh, the way the um, the league was transitioning into guard play. Yeah, well, versus, I, versus I said early nineties. I'm yeah. talking uh, like the, it went eighty six, eighty six to ninety two. I feel like that's how the game was really supposed to be played at the highest level. They had elevated the traditional team play to such a high level. Now, now don't get me wrong. I mean, it's amazing what Steph Curry does. It's amazing what, you know, Kevin Durant can do, but it's it, it's it's five guys playing one-on-one. Well, no, 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 no. no. Hold no, on, hold no. on, hold on. Warriors are the perfect example. Are, the, are, the, are like the opposite of that comment. Or, what You just said that the 80s was, was your favorite time, right? That mm-hmm. era, right? Do you know scoring is up? Beyond what it was in the '80s for the first time, it's it was they averaged like 106 a game in the '80s because it was more team oriented, which yeah. a lot of people wanted. They're at, the at games teams are averaging 112 points a game right now, and it's because the team game's gotten better. You watch the Clippers, no, I and think they it's play because they play so less, much. Better. I think it's because they play less defense. No, that no, and the shot no, clock. No, no, the no, new no. shot clock rule has a lot to do with it. I think with the offensive. There's rebound, a lot of teams. There's a lot of teams. In fact, like because like the Warriors. The Clippers, who we just talked about, the Grizzlies. There's a lot of teams that actually play a ton of defense. Uh, guys are just getting so good at offense. And this has nothing to do with the rules about the hand checking or anything like that. Uh, that it's there's like nothing you could do. Like a guy like Giannis, if he has a full head of steam, I think you're right. I know they've just become much better shooters. Even if you compare, like, I mean, look, Jordan wasn't that great a pure shooter in comparison. No, he was a jump to, shooter, but he wasn't an outside right. shooter. Right. Um, and what these guys are capable of doing, like, well, because used to like. Everybody was a specialist, right? Yeah. Now, 
you're seven foot, but you can play point guard. Just draining, yeah. And hit threes. And, you're yeah. linebacker playing well, point guard. Yeah. Exactly. That's the, that's a huge point too. Is like if There's you're no seven feet thing. tall you and can you can't only do shoot. One, if you can only do one thing, like if you can only just rebound. That, like uh, Charles that, Oakley, he would not have worked in the NBA. That's like, why Magic Johnson was so special in that era. Now Magic Johnson would be every other star. There's ten Probably Magic Johnson because yeah. he could, Magic wasn't a good shooter at all. He would probably have a hard time. But Magic, Magic was a guy great, who could great play. Creator. He could literally play all five positions yeah. and, Magic, and did. Magic Johnson's probably more like a Ben Simmons is today. Yeah. Maybe a, good, a little bit that's better. A good, that's a good parallel. Uh, he's bigger than him, but yeah. But, you know, I know it's kind of, it's weird because it's like, I know the ending to the movie. <laughs> right. But I still love watching the Clippers. I was texting him last night. I was all hyped on watching, the, watching them beat the Spurs. And just the way the game is played now. It's fun watching these teams score points. It's fun watching these guys try. It's fun watching people get in fights. It's fun. I don't mean fist fights. I just mean like on the court, like people care. Um, and I think there's a lot more, and last thing I'll say about that, I think there's a lot more parody too, where teams will jump on you more, than, more like kind of like baseball is. Yeah. More so in the past. Like a, the Jazz got beat by 50 by the Dallas Mavericks two nights ago. That's crazy. Well, that's the other thing is the rookies this year, the rookie class this year. It looks like one of the best rookie classes in a long time. And I think it's only going like to get better. There's like five guys, six guys that are really good. Yeah. And, and Luca and Luca is no question a star. And Eaton is probably a star. Like, and I think right now the other thing is it's going to get better and better because people are less inclined to put their kids into football, especially with the – obviously there's less people that can play basketball uh, in, in the NBA – but I'm not putting my kids in football. I don't think a lot of my friends are putting their kids in football, and it's going to be like soccer is going to get better, NBA is going to get better. I'd be interested to see if like your brothers will. Mm, you know, I don't think my brothers will put their kids in, fo- in football. Honestly, I think they they will I, they'll do what I will do, which is if they my kid wants to play football, I'm not going to tell him no. Yeah, but I'm not going to pressure him to do it like the way it has been in the past. It's and the I best. really think you're going to get. I really think we're. Probably in the next 10 years, I feel like we're going to get a new NBA team in Seattle and Vegas, too. I hope Seattle gets a team, man. So do I. And Vegas is crazy. They're talking about building a baseball stadium there right now. Like The the, the success of that hockey team and the fact that gambling's legal, there's like no real reason not and to. It does seem like they've taken to the Raiders. I mean, I, I, I don't <sighs> think that that was shocking, but uh, whenever a new team, whenever an established team comes to a new city, there's... Like look what look at how Rams, the Rams were yeah. in in LA. I mean, it wasn't as if we were packing the Coliseum right out of the gate. It was actually. It a ghost depends town. on that first couple of rosters. Like if like if this Raiders team was in Vegas, it would be interesting. I don't think so because it's. I think Vegas is so genius because if you're from out of town, you could plan your trip around when your team's going there to play. Maybe yeah. And make a weekend out of it, and then your Sunday you go to the game. And yeah, I never thought of it that way. It's a great point. So. I mean, I feel like like think of think of it. If the Raiders are playing Miami, Could I said that more off mic. I need just want to establish that. What <laughs> I said. Yeah, that's a great point, Jason. Well, that's that's how my great points go. I think they go into the radar. <clears throat> anyway, did you, did you see Morrissey got attacked? Got got attacked by a fan on stage the other day. Speaking of of Morrissey, Mike <laughs> got straight. Punched and like yeah. the dude was trying to beat his ass. Well, no, and then the, afterwards, Morrissey, Morrissey fandom's a weird. Thing. It's fucking wild. And afterwards, the guy's like, "I love Morrissey. Like, uh, I just wanted to touch him. He was uh, trying to beat his ass." Have you ever been to a Morrissey show? Yeah, I never have. Oh my god! So I went to one, and I want to say it was in Pasadena or something. It was in a weird venue. Uh, I can't the Rose Bowl? It was at the. Did I go with you to that? Mm. 
This was like Maybe. eight years ago, probably. He took it like, like nine shirts off. the Civic Auditorium. Yes. Yeah. He took like nine shirts off during the performance. He literally takes a shirt yeah. off, walks off stage, puts another one on, comes back, and takes that one off during the next song. It was wild. The crowd is a crowd I've never seen anywhere else. It's kind oh, of it's like the a, stuff of legend. It's unbelievable. He's such a cocksucker. Yeah, I, I love him, but he's a cocksucker. <laughs> yeah. Like he's a great. He's don't get me wrong. Like there's no other Smith love songs his voice, that are love, but, but like, I mean, so a smug. He's such an asshole. shithead. Such a shithead. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Um, it's kind of like kind of a juggalo type fan base. It's it's not. He does. It's not a, to that extent. It's, it's a maudlin Mexican juggalos. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> there you go. It really is. It's so bizarre. Like you won't see them out at any other shows. Like well, and he crowd. panders to it, right? Like oh, it's yeah. not something that he's just like, oh, I don't know. They show up. Like he does. He knows. Doesn't he, he live in a castle to. or something weird? <sighs> I know he's. And the, ever, he's he's the type of vegan that makes vegans annoying. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Did he? Did he? He never came into K Rock or anything, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, he yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Where people are just like. Yeah, was, really was, on edge. there were so many pompadours li- lined up around the block. Well, how was it inside the <laughs> office? Like with somebody like that coming through? It, it's it, it's it intense. intense. Yeah, yeah. Every once, every you know, every couple of years, there's that guest where people who like in sales show up and they're like, "Oh, I got, I just had to meet him." Morrissey's definitely one of those people. And you'd be surprised who like sometimes who those people are. Like who is like the biggest surprise? Where you're like, "What the fuck?" Like Morrissey, I, obviously, it makes sense. Like, yeah. Trying to think. Oh, WWE guys. Okay, we're like out of the blue. People just yeah. go fucking nuts to it meet. Doesn't them, surprise me. You know, when you say now that you say that, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I'm getting back into it. Now I'm I'm not watching, but I I'm getting. To, I went through a period where I was I, I literally found it ridiculous. Professional wrestling, like not only that did they it do it, not only that they do it, but or like that grown men watch it. Grown men watch it. And now I think I'm back on. I'm back on board. Where like, like I said, I'm not. I'm not tuning in, but I get why people do. And I'm like, okay, you do. You do your thing. If you're that, you know, it's it's a soap opera, and people are yeah. way into it. Well, didn't and like one of the main dudes. He, he has leukemia. Cancer, right? Leukemia. Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Austin Reigns. I, be, I believe no, that was no, 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 something else. Reigns. It's uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yeah. Roman yeah. Reigns. Austin Reigns sounds like a baseball He's the one that player, Austin so. Reigns is uh, the guy fielder I, for the Houston Astros. Austin Reigns. This is a 100% <laughs> true story. One hundred percent true story. Austin Reigns is Dallas Reigns' son. Dallas Reigns, the yeah. famous LA weatherman. Yep. Oh, Dallas Reigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With His the, son is Austin Reigns with the with the tan. Clearly, the, per, the permatan. Texas fans. By the way, he's he is swole patrol. Austin uh, Dallas Reigns. He's a six year old man on swole. Buffer than Doctor Drew. No. Dr. No. Drew's legitimately yeah, like he's, jacked. He's jacked. Yeah. He's jacked. Is that how old is Dr. Drew? 60. 60. Yeah. Fuck, I don't look is that he, good was now. Was he been jacked like always? Like he's always been into working out or did it happen later no, in his career? No, uh, it, it happened in adulthood. Mm. Like he was not uh, like a big buff teenager. Dr. Drew's kind of like the perfect human being. Seems like it. It's like the best dad, doctor. Yeah. Great shape. Overall, just great dude. Nice. Never dude. had a. Never had like anything weird happen. No, like, never been a moment like of never, like, like never fucked a patient or anything like that. No. Never a questionable moment. Yeah. That's why I always think it's so funny that like cunt puncher over here is just like his boy. Well, I think he like cunt puncher. I think he uh, let it be known. I've never, in fact, punched a cunt. Um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> not, not not for lack of trying though. Uh, um, I think the 14-year-old Van Halen fan, Dr. Drew, really gets a kick out of it. Is he a David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? Dude, he's literally, you know, this is a true story. He went to a prom where where Van Halen played. 
What? Yeah. Doctor. What do you mean? Doctor Drew grew up in Pasadena. That's they played a like prom. That's tight. We're talking 1970s, right? 1970s. Oh, before they were big. Yeah, way his before. Prom. His prom. No, he went to a prom with a girl. It was a uh, private school in Pasadena, a female girl's oh, private school. Oh, right. He was like 17 or 18. He was 17. He was in high school. And, and so he cool. went to a prom. And, uh, and David, like it was Van Halen. And he's like, I never forgot because it's such a remarkable name. And they were talking in, in between songs and they were introducing themselves as like the Van Halen brothers. And, um, David Lee Roth was already in the band, but Eddie played uh, played organ. He didn't play guitar. Wow. Oh, yeah, a lot of people know that. You know, like in like right now, like the like that crazy yeah, yeah. piano. That's him. He's a piece of virtuoso on piano as well. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, yeah. he's. You know, what would be actually a really cool thing to do. Sorry to cut you off. As a band, like the 1975 or something, right now, to do just like just secretly play like eight proms. Just do like a month. Of proms where you hit proms. Bands play do that. that. Every once in a while, bands do that. So rad. Bands do that. Like where people didn't know and it was just like, oh, we're just going to go play some proms. I always loved it when- Be a like, great PR move. When, when celebrity chicks were prom dates. I always thought that was a oh, yeah. killer move. Isn't that the plot of uh, Girl Next Door? Well, she's a porn <laughs> she's star. She's a porn star, yeah. <laughs> Which would be huge if you were legitimately in high school and took a porn star to prom. Oh, you'd dude. be the man- it's legendary. Yeah. You would be praying to God it was your junior prom. So your entire senior year would be the greatest year of your life. I went to school with a legend. Her name was Cassandra. She was an out lesbian. This is 90, you know, I was in high school, 94 to 97, 93, 97. And she was an out lesbian and went to dance school dances with other chicks and dressed like a guy, like wore a suit and stuff. Like, this That's is pretty fucking Where did you go? Awesome. Oh, you were from the Valley, right? That's no, some uh, serious, Pasadena. Pasadena. Yeah. Some serious confidence in, at 17. Yeah, it was, and and like and we, we had a she couple. wasn't like a she wasn't like an an activist or in your face about it. She was just that chick. Like she always no, just awesome. was, and and no one ever. We had I had a friend in high school that we we knew was gay, and it mm-hmm. was just like okay. it's different for guys though. Being totally. out as a guy in high school is a whole different. Oh, whole I could, different. I, I couldn't thing. imagine, especially in Orange County. Uh, oh like, yeah, 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 like South County too. Yeah, yeah. I knew a dude that. Uh, I can't remember if I told this story uh, on on Mike, but I know I told you the story. Uh, not at obviously at the time. He told me the story later on. But when he his senior year, he started dating Madonna when she was oh, like yeah. in the in the in the like Truth or Dare era. Yeah. And, like she took him on tour with her and everything. Ruined his life for like three years. Oh yeah, because she just like she left him for Sean Penn. Fuck Sean Penn. <laughs> and he was like seventeen and 17. just like Madonna broke his heart. Like, seventeen though, like how creepy is that? Like she took him on tour. He had to pretend like he was her bodyguard. She me too his ass. I met a guy just the other night that dated Lady Gaga like relatively recently. I don't feel like that's like as impressive as Madonna like in the Madonna in her prime. No, no, Madonna. There, I was talking about this on Access like a couple months ago about 90s, how 90s I don't think we maybe Beyonce and Taylor Swift, maybe, but really celebrities can't reach what Madonna, what like Whitney, to, Madonna, yeah. nope. Michael. No. Celebrities in, in general can't. Well, look at no, today. No, I, I was I was focusing it on musicians, but when you think back to what Michael Jackson was in like '84, or what Whitney mm-hmm. was when you know, yeah, they were God, they were they were gods, they were gods, literally gods. Madonna was godlike, mm-hmm. and I don't think celebrities can be that anymore. You know? Probably for the better. But what's interesting? But but I do think sorry to interrupt you, but I do think. Tr- Taylor and and Beyonce have gotten a bit of that where they transcend even celebrity. They're yeah, yeah. Beyonce they call the shots. Beyonce definitely. Uh, 
Well, like even today, like a perfect example of this. Kardashians too. The biggest, like it's on every site, like the biggest headline today. Frank Ocean finally made his Instagram account public. So weird. How weird is that? Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. People are like the top 10 things we learned from Insta- from his, like you're talking about everything from he's out to TMZ. No, he's just always been a very private person. I think people are just really interested in him. No, but I, why, there's a lot of private celebrities that, that take to, you know, but like Julia Roberts took to, Julia but, Roberts is about But Frank Ocean is a lot younger. His fan base is a lot younger. Yeah. And he also kind of like the, the culture that he contributes to is also, uh, like I said, like hype beast. It's their number one trending thing right now. I sniffed a little homophobia this week and I want to talk to you guys about it. Where? In the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. That's weird because a homosexual made the movie. Yes. Which doesn't mean anything because the, the no, but I, I'm sure this it's is a terrible movie. I'm right? sure it's not a it was movie. it wasn't good. Yeah, uh, Rami Malek's good, but it's not good. That's Shout exactly. out to Rami Malek. That's what we keep hearing. But um, they created this narrative that like Freddie Mercury was just this gay guy who had boyfriends uh, occasionally when he was living like Motley Crue, but with Dick, but and he, like they they totally they totally candy coated his sex life. And his party animal nature, and I totally—I don't—they won't do that with the Motley Crue movie that's coming out. You know, and There's I a think Motley Crue movie coming out. Yeah, with uh, God, uh, for, who's uh, what's that rapper? Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, plays Machine Tommy Gun, Lee. Yeah, because I've been seeing uh, Tommy Lee's been posting about it. Um, it but you're, but that's that's a really you know what I'm saying. Like they wouldn't do that in like a, a Zeppelin <clears throat> movie. Like they would just show them fucking crazy amounts They'd of show chicks. them just shoving a fish up fish, a pussy. Yeah, yeah. No, my, my point being is like. <laughs> The debauchery and all mm-hmm. that, I think they, they totally candy-coated it for the sake of it being a gay guy and, and thinking yeah, audiences bro, you weren't- can't, You can't either. sell that in middle China America. or yeah. middle America My gay or friend. like other countries that, that way. Like, well, yeah, California and New York, sure, fine. You know, Kevin Spacey told me that. I mean, now I can talk about this because of he's been out, but after my Kevin Spacey incident- Kevin we, Spacey running. We got to talking and he, he said, because he was there like with guys- you know, so we, I was, I was like, how He come? also was a, him and Brian Singer ran around a lot together. Yeah. I don't know that they were dating, but they were yeah. homies. And, um, and I, so I asked him, I, I, you know, I was trying to be, uh, as respectful as possible, but I was like, why the need? I mean, you're such a big star. I don't think people would care. He's like, I don't think Americans would care, but that's not a problem. When you're a star of, at, at a certain stature, you have to start think, worrying about how your movies are going to do in Russia and how your movies are going to do in China. It depends the type of movies you want to make, right? Because if you're Tom Hardy, I don't, you know, I don't know that he really would. Yeah, I'm but Kevin Spacey is not Tom Hardy. Exactly, that's what I mean. Well, but if you're Kevin, like Kevin Spacey, doesn't make. Well, I guess he did like a Superman movie, but generally speaking, like Kevin Spacey was like more of an art house actor that that could. He you know, be a lot of something. huge features. Though. Well, because he became such a, a successful actor. Uh, I mean, there was a while where Kevin Spacey was probably like considered the, the best actor, working actor, right? Yeah, he was yeah. like the tops, you know, top five for sure. He might have been the top, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. After American Beauty, he was hard to fuck with. And LA Confidential. Yeah, he went on a run. Man. Ironically, he was. Oh, no, he wasn't gay in that one. No, he, he wasn't was gay in that. Yeah. The, Chris Cooper was gay in it. Yeah. yeah. Chris Cooper, another great very, actor. Very overlooked, amazing actor. Yeah. yeah, Chris Cooper's part of like the Sam Shepard ilk of actors of just like just awesome. Dude does a bunch of stage work. I always think like everything. some of because he's not as attractive, char- right? Like his, no, like- but some of the characters he plays so easily could be caricature. Mm-hmm. But he always does like even that the the secretly gay military dad. You know that could have so 
easily gone, gone wrong. Can we though? But that's what makes American Beauty. Yeah. When you rewatch it, it's not as it doesn't, it doesn't hold very whole. It, it, it was it's it, it kind came, of it came out at the perfect place at the perfect time. Like in 1999, that movie was so needed. Yeah. Oh, it's exactly. But you go like, back, you watch it, and you're like. <laughs> It's like, like uh, really? that's, that's it's like remember obvious. what was it two thousand one when Crash won the Best Picture yeah. and everyone's like but it was like a that, racial, that racial tension. Same. That movie's unwatchable. Yeah, now. yeah. American Beauty's not the same, not yeah. in the same category as Crash because Crash is is just a, is Who? like is a horrific movie. Who was trying to defend that movie? We had someone on that was trying to defend that it's not that bad. Ain't me. I think I think our uh, our boy uh, Dick Trickle loves it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He likes Crash. I was like, Dude. literally Dick Trickle. The no Cole. Oh. <laughs> Not the race like, car driver. You guys driver. know the race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, those movies. I get it, right? Because when you're dealing with like such heavy social issues, back then you couldn't cover everything, right? You had to do like baby steps. Yeah, and I think that's probably why we watch it now and we're like, well, that's not really that groundbreaking. But I think that's the difference. Like between- you compare it to something like Moonlight, and you're like, well. <laughs> but 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 you could argue that American Beauty kind of paved the way for a lot of that stuff. Obviously, like you looking at it now, it doesn't hold up. There's a lot of stuff like I don't that. know. Sam Mendes in general, a lot of his the way I don't know his his filmmaking is. He's one of those directors that hasn't really uh, updated his his style. He could have been so my uncle. Sam Mendes could have been my uncle. I don't. I'm not getting the reference. I told you, I, I, a girl I dated for oh, a long time. No, no, is, that's Sam Raimi. Oh yeah, Sam Mendes is the director of yeah, like yeah, Revolutionary no, Road, and he did. He did. I like the. I always confuse the two. I always confuse the two. Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition. That's a, a good one. It's a solid cable. It's if it's on, yeah, I'll yeah, watch if it. It's movie. on. You watch. I still it. haven't seen that movie. It's Tom Hanks, right? Tom yeah. Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks playing a badass. I think that's the only time in his career he's ever played Michael a badass. Clark right? Duncan. Yeah. Michael Clark Duncan's in it. Yeah, he is. It's in Michael Clark. No, Duncan. you're thinking of Green Mile. I'm thinking of Green Mile. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the Paul Newman. By the Jude way, Law. he's shorter than you. He, well, he's Michael Clark Duncan. Anymore, he was. But he was shorter than you. He was no. He was like my height. He wasn't shorter. Than me. I'm, I saw him at the. He was like, a very muscular man. The afflictions flight in a fight of well, years ago, and I was like, no way. No, they they had to shoot him standing on a box. <laughs> I was like, dude, this. Yeah, dude, he, he's, he's, he's probably he's probably like five ten or something. But he he's just so massive. You know, yeah, he's so jacked. So we last episode. I'm almost afraid to ask you this question, Uh-oh. but we kind of we brought this up. I'm like, man, we probably should bring this up when Mike's here. But did you hear about it? How she like when she posted, uh, you know, she's unsigned and she's looking for a new, uh, a new label. And like, no. Por- Pornhub hit her up. Oh. They're like, we'll sign you. <laughs> and we were just saying, like, what well, would be your top three uh, celebrity celebrity porn? Did you porn? Or yeah. real porn? Oh. Not a, not a sex tape. Real porn. Celebrities to do real porn. Yeah. Because we're talking about like Penelope Cruz is is gorgeous, but I don't want to see her in a porn. No. That's a good point. Isaac Gonzalez. Like Isaac Gonzalez goes right at the top. I what I tell you, that. I told I you, I you're going to say that one. She's right at right the, top. At the top. <laughs> top. She's right at the top of anything <laughs> Poontang related. Um, I'm Margot Robbie. That's a. I mean, Oof. I would. I mean, yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. You kind of doesn't leave much of the imagination. Yeah, but like a real porn. Yeah, like real watching porn her go to different. town on a dong. <laughs> that'd be that'd be fascinating. I'd be fascinated by that. What a town and a dog. <laughs> I think I, I'm, I'm trying to think of like celebrities, and I base this on nothing, obviously, but like that would be good at having sex. Like some girls are beautiful, but you don't think that they're they're freaks. No. And I like I'm trying yeah. to think of like who's a celebrity chick that you. I said, what's her name? Uh, the girl from Gal Gadot. You said Gal Gadot. I don't think Gal, Gal Gadot would be a freak, but I would love to watch that. Yeah, and and she'd be too domineering. 
she bark out like Israeli military orders at you. <laughs> that would be rad. Yeah, that actually would that be kind of amazing. Rad. Yeah. Here, she, she's just on top. She's like, what she's singing like Fiddler on the Roof songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, let's we're, see. We're going to hell for this segment. Why? I don't know. No- We're I'm talking about women we'd like to see have sex. I don't think that that's what's her name. I can't think of it. The 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 mother of dragons. Like a game, oh like Ali- a, Amelia, Amelia Clark. Clark. Yeah, yeah that's yes. a good call. She looked so. She was by far the most like the best looking girl at the Emmys last year or this She's year. She's a very attractive it was person. Ridiculous. Now you don't want to talk about short. Though. She's very short. She's a teeny little thing. No. I mean a teeny little thing. Which is yeah. Bad. I think I went all. I went all uh, very much one style. I went all. I think I, what is it? I was Kendall, or not Kendall Jenner, Kylie like Jenner. Me. All thickness. Kylie all Jenner. Thick. I want to see Kylie Jenner. Uh, Kylie Jenner. Eva Mendez? That'd be a solid. That would be a solid one, but I wouldn't do that to Ryan. I'd force my, him to watch. My boy, my boy, <laughs> I'd my hold, boy, I'd Goose. fucking hold him down and force him to watch. Like, oh, like, uh, like deliverance. <laughs> Squeal like a pig. Yeah. Oh my God, this segment's going off I mean, the like, rails. Dude, Make your tough guy face now, from, fuck face. From all accounts, Gosling can handle himself in a fight. You, from all accounts, says who? Well, there was that video of him breaking I, that fight up where he choked I that dude. I personally out. know the people who trained him for Only God Forgives. Oh, really? Yes, I person like I have close personal friendships with uh, the he wasn't trainers. He, he wasn't so good at Muay Thai. No, and especially for a guy who worked on it two hours a day for like mm. three months. You know, interesting. Like some people just have a natural ability yeah. to fight to, to throw punches and stuff, and he, I guess, apparently is not that guy. Like Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke's a really good boxer. Really yeah, good boxer. yeah, he's a good boxer. Uh, who, you know, but uh, he's not as good as Lo- Mario's probably the best celebrity boxer. You? Mario, Mario Lopez. Lopez. <laughs> the real Mario Lopez. Yeah, not, not bootleg. Not I wonder bootleg. How, bootleg tweaker version. I wonder Mario how Lopez. I wonder how Michael B is at this point. He's got probably, probably okay. He he definitely he's a good athlete. He's he, definitely he, an athlete. He plays sports tell by in high school. I watched him I watched him hit pads and stuff, and like you could tell he's an athletic guy. He's a really good basketball player. Same with fifty cent. I watched him hit because I watched that first pitch that he threw out. Which is one of the worst ever, besides yeah, maybe Bubba the that, Bowie. The one that bounced before. Yeah, the, it was horrible. No, but uh, I watched him. Neymar was was all time low. Baba Bowie's the worst from Stern. But that's the oh, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. they <laughs> let him throw a pitch out. Oh, you never He's seen a that video? Huge Mets fan. Huge oh, Mets. Oh my fan. god! And yeah, it, it went sense. like two feet. It's it's embarrassing. That's awesome. Yeah. He's never. It looked like he never thrown anything. Who's the best? Best? Yeah. George W. Was solid. George W. Bush. George W. Was solid after nine eleven. George W. Bush had movement. Yeah, the, he had, like hit the corners. <laughs> he painted the corner. W probably warmed up before. Well, he's he's a he's a him big baseball a, player. Him and Yvonne Rodriguez were just like warming up in the bullpen. Um, yeah, how, how bad? Remember, bullpen. Trump is like the first president to turn it down. Yeah, because he knew he, he knew. Dude, with his, just, but with supposedly, his hair, his hair blowing supposedly everywhere. he was a dominant football player in high school. Yeah. Trump, because I, I made that, cl- that I made the claim during the whole grabbing by the pussy thing, and everybody was talking about. Well, that's just locker room talk. It's like Donald Trump's never been in a fucking locker room in his entire life. Like the fat pile of shit. And then a bunch of people sent me all this stuff like in high school, like his prep schools and even in college, like it actually was. Maybe he has CTE. Maybe that explains a lot of things. <laughs> Maybe we just figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big guy. Problems Donald, Trump's, Donald Trump's tall. a lot bigger person than yeah. he's people like six, think he is. Three, right? Six, and, and, and big, like, like a broad like man. Size. Like fat. Big white hips and stuff. Fast food all day. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there's fat, but there's also, he's naturally he's, like bigger. Yeah. You know, he's just a bigger guy. Yeah, like if he wasn't rich- when he grew up in the seventies, he'd be a construction worker, or no, like a or like a steel worker, like no, like a like a surly bartender. 
You know, like with his sleeves rolled up. Like, what what you got, kid? That's a good one. Because yeah. he, he's got that Irish look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah, got yeah. that Irish look. A stain on what his you, shirt what at do you all want? times. A double? Okay. One's on the house. We talked about this. We talked about this with Seb. How surprising was Liev? It doesn't make, it's not surprising when you think about it, but how good was Liev Shriver on SNL? Did you see that? No. Best host in years. I didn't. He's, he's such a good actor. He's yeah. a stage actor. But you just wouldn't. I mean, he's he was considered at a time to be the greatest American stage actor. Was he really? Yeah. He was all Tennessee Williams and shit. Yeah. He was. He, he <laughs> was doing Broadway. So he's he's an incredibly yeah, gifted he guy and, and, a, and a studied actor. I mean, this is a man who was uh, devoted to the craft. You know. How funny is it that uh, what's his name? That's his brother. I was gonna uh, say his brother is Pablo Schreiber. Yeah. Pablo Schreiber. Who's a good actor? He's They're a very good actor. actor. Just a, kind of a goofier looking dude. Talk yeah. about a guy that's like really refined his his yeah. work from like all the way back to Weeds to yeah. uh, Orange is New Black to like he was the only good part. Well, of that you know, you know their bank robbing movie, their deal. He was uh, my favorite guy in Thirteen Hours. Him and Krasinski. great in Thirteen Hour. Yeah, he, he they um they were raised by their mom like they were hippies. They were real. Mm. Um, they were real. They're all big dudes. Uh, Bohemians. They're like they're both pretty uh-huh. good dudes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they were real like Bohemians, like living on the streets of New York, that playing the drums and and selling selling wreaths and stuff like yeah, that. Kind of a very almost like a Shia LaBeouf. A lot of a lot of overalls. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, so super artsy, de- devoted to the art, like the idea of art. Um, so I, I think uh, you could you could tell that kind of shines through a little bit. You know, that they're not just they're not just guys collecting a paycheck to be an actor. You know? Did you see that? Uh, did you hear like? Uh, Johnny Hill on this press run kept talking about Shia LaBeouf. How Shia LaBeouf is like the still like out of their generation of actors is the one that everyone looks up to. Really, I found that so surprising. And he was giving him props on like his personal style and well, like he the, is the choices good. that he's made. He's a good actor, yeah. for sure. I, but I would say that Johnny Hill's probably a better actor than Shia. Shia doesn't have a lot of range. He's a very good actor. Doesn't have a lot of range. He kind of can't do a, a movie that he doesn't yell. Yeah. Um. He was really good in that Brad Pitt movie. The tank movie. He was really good in that. Oh yeah, yeah. He was surprisingly good in that. With our boy Johnny B. I can't remember that. But really, what kind Theory. of range? What kind of range does Jonah Hill have? Oh I mean, well, I mean, if you look at if you look I mean, at Wolf of Wall Street, say, and then yeah. you look at Moneyball, and you look at Superbad, he's got some range. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm just thinking like because Shia LaBeouf can be an action star, and I think in general, though, when guys start as comedians, they usually end up being incredible at everything else. Comedians are actors. Like yeah, that's you know, it, I, it's totally different. Then people are always like. You're getting into stand-up. Oh, you should be good at it because you know you've been on the radio. So it's like it's totally different. Yeah. When I'm on the radio, hard. it's I'm way harder than broadcasting that. and being hosting and stuff. You're being yourself. But do you remember in the '90s that people used to think it was like, oh, well, it's a comedian. It's gonna well, be hard Tom, for him to go. Tom over. Hanks changed that. Tom Hanks. People do for it, even though he wasn't like a full comedian. He's a he comedic got, actor. He got big doing yeah, like comedic like actor, splash yeah. and big and stuff like that. And then that was like the first big flip. Then, saw, no, like, the the greatest, the most dramatic flip was Jim Carrey. I was going to say Jim Carrey. The, the, but, a dramatic flip. But he was before Carrey. Yes, he was before. But, but Tom, but he was. But Tom was doing like yeah. like splash and and I, you know, yeah yeah. yeah. I'm just saying that was the first time where like Turner Hooch money pig. Jim Carrey was the talk with your butt guy, and <laughs> then went to yeah. dramatic. But outside places. of Eternal Sunshine, what did he do that was like really that good? Man on the Moon is a yeah, awesome Man on the Moon, yeah. and he's great. Yeah, he is good. In, he's good in everything. I, I just think he's had some. Uh, Truman Show's good. Apparently, the new show that he's in is it's phenomenal. it's supposedly awesome, and I haven't watched it. I haven't either. Yeah. Um. So as we're recording this, last night, uh, uh, the Netflix just released the Coen Brothers, yeah, uh, movie, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I don't think any of us have seen it. No, I cannot wait to watch it. Probably watch it tonight. 
Which leads us to a few questions. How do I get my ropes back? Because <laughs> I used to shoot ropes, bro. Now so it's just dribbles. I, I wanted to just go into like the best, the like what what do we think the best of of Combers is? But what's interesting is uh, the Blood website, simple. the website, the Ringer. Uh, great website. I usually it is like good. everything that they write. Yeah. Kind of put out a very uh, controversial list. Of rankings well, of I, the Coen Brothers, I like, will very controversial. I will fight you over this because if anyone says that Raising Arizona isn't the best, they're fucking wrong. I'm gonna. I don't know that that's right their now. greatest yeah. film, but that's my favorite kooky film that they do. Because there's there's two there's three yeah there's two Coen Brothers movies right. Yep. There's the kooky yeah like the dark comedy there's and Fargo. then there's then there's the serious movies. <laughs> yeah. uh, Fargo's almost in the middle because Fargo somehow I'd argue that Fargo's so the is the serious man. Serious Man is their number one ranked movie on this list. It's a really good movie that but a lot of people didn't get. Like they, this, a lot of people though. didn't get. I went back and watched it, and I remember watching it when it came out, and I went to the theater to see it, and I was like, "Wow!" So let me break okay. down their let me break down their but top five. You go back and you watch, and if you really kind of, and I'll admit I had to like go online and like to see analysis of yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. But it, once you get into the subtext of that film, it is it's quite good. But it's okay. Let me break down the top their top five. And, and you guys can you guys can react accordingly. Number one, they have a serious man, which is egregious. Now, egregious. I, now I don't. Why, I'm not a very big fan of this movie. It's probably their most popular movie. Big Lebowski's number two. Um, not a fan. No, I, I don't get it. It I, I just don't. I'm Miller's, I, or it doesn't work for me. I can understand if you think it's overrated, but I I have a hard time getting through it. Really? Yeah, okay. I've never really liked it. Um, Miller's Crossing's number three. I think that's probably one of their most underrated movies. I'm cool with that that ranking. Taturo's amazing in that, by the way. Oh yeah, Taturo's in it. Gabriel Turo's, Byrne. Taturo's uh, amazing. Albert, Albert Finney's great Albert in Finney. it. Yeah, Taturo's kind of like uh, what's his name, Peter Stormare, where they when they come in. Oh, Taturo's way better than Stormare. No, but I mean, if they come in, they do something dope, and they don't need a lot of airtime. To... Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Uh, number four is Fargo, and then number five, which I would argue is their undisputed number one, is No Country. Yeah, mm. it's hard to argue. And with. then what's even worse? They have True Grit all the way down <laughs> at number fifteen. I don't know if that's fair. <laughs> that's terrible. I don't think that's. They're saying even... that's their fourth worst movie, True Grit. Yeah, you can't do. You can't even put. It got nominated for ten Academy Awards, and it's one of the best it's remakes like, ever. It's one of the greatest remakes it's ever made. The, it might be the greatest yeah. remake ever. It is. And, and they out John Wayne, John Wayne. And I don't know how <laughs> anything with Jeff Bridges falls outside the top ten of any list. No Country for Old Men is easily, you could argue, is one of the top three movies of this entire millennium. I if, mean, if not, if not, it's. Obviously, the cast it's is a, insane. It's just it's a it's a groundbreaking movie, and it's 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 like it's still like one of the greatest movies. Cormac um, McCarthy's fucking so dope, but dark as shit. Like, that's the writer of that. Yeah. He wrote that book. And um, thank you, thank you, Jason. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, well, then you they have other ones. Like they I have like ridiculously dumb. <laughs> uh, oh, brother, for a while that was like number twelve. Burn after reading is number ten, which is funny. But I another get, thing I about No Country that Burn after reading can't be better than True Grit. Sorry, I agree. I agree on that I one. Agree. As funny as as Brad Pitt is in that movie, it's it's not better than They Raised in Arizona number nine, which I'm with you. Raised in Arizona is my favorite, like wonky. Coen Brothers. Movie. It's ridiculous. It's, it's so good, but it's, it's kind so of, good. It's kind of the origin of Cage Rage, honestly. One of the first Cage Rage. That's one of the biggest, you know, that's one of the biggest uh, tragedies in cinema history is the falling out between Nicolas Cage and the Coen brothers. Because they would have yeah, had they made a huge so run many of more. good movies. Yeah, you're right. 
And they never did a movie together again. And instead, we get George Clooney in Coen Brothers movies, which is one of the worst things. I know we did this before, but The Serious Man, is that probably one of the most underrated movies of all time, you think? It's, it's certainly one of the more misunderstood. Yeah? Because I don't think it was critically panned or anything. I just think, No, it wasn't. I just think, like, by and large, people, they passed, I can't remember the last time off. they released a movie that was critically panned, though. Other Well, Lady Killers and, and uh, uh, the other George Clooney movie is really bad. Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar wasn't panned. Critics liked it. Really? And Hail Caesar's aged pretty well. Um, I didn't like it when I saw it. What's theaters. the movie? I liked it. The one, uh, Intol- Barton, Intolerable Barton, Cruelty. And Barton Fink Barton did Fink's not. great. I, it, I, it's very good. I don't think it did well critically. Maybe at the time. I don't, yeah, I, I'm, right. I'm actually kind of and sure then, about that. Then there's some that are properly rated, like Lewin Davis is number eight. That's a phenomenal yeah. movie, but it's that's properly rated at number eight. Um, they have Blood Simple at number seven. That's a weird one because Blood Simple, you could argue, so good. changed so another movie good. that changed cinema. So good. The Man in the Leisure Suit. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen it? Mm-mm. It's great. Uh, it's worth a rent. It's worth, it's so, like Texas Noir might, might comes from that movie. It does. It, it does. really does. Like, really? it's just so sweaty and hot. Francis, early Francis McDormand's in it. I've been uh, asking this guy for a list of movies. M.M. Walsh just <laughs> steals the show. It's a, I'm, it's, tra- I'm checking to see if it's on Netflix. I don't think it is. It was on Amazon for a little while. By the way, I and got Martin hit. Fink is one of the weird ones. <clears throat> I can't believe no, like no country number five. That's just fucking ridiculous. Miller's Crossing is great though. You know what though? These lists are meant to cause controversy. I'd almost start but putting that, Control Forever lists out where the worst movies first, just to stir up shit. <clears throat> serious man. And then I think they had that Billy Bob Thornton movie at like number six or something, which is another one. I've never True Grit at fifteen is just dumb. According to the internet, it is on Netflix. Oh, it is. But this out. is from you should watch it. This Don't. is from 2017, so who knows if it's still. What's it called? It's on one of them. Blood, Blood Simple. Simple. It's on one of them. PJ, what's your favorite? What's your favorite Coen Brother movie? For watchability wise. No Country is the rare movie that's heavy, but, it's but still rewatchable. Watchable. Absolutely, like it's such heavy lifting, but you can you can sit down and watch it. Almost I notice, and I I mean, I think this is a a compliment. I notice something new about it every time Mm -hmm. I watch it. You know, and that was that was the beginning of our boy Brolin's renaissance. Josh Swole, it really was. (laughs) I love I love Swollen. Do you remember it was uh, you know No Country for Old Men at the time that the book was released was like one was a was a huge (laughs) hit, and when it was announced that he was he was going to play the role, everyone was really surprised. Yeah, that's true. Well, I did, can't remember who was supposed to play. The, someone else actually had been cast. He, I can't um, remember. I heard him tell the story. I don't know if you guys have... got to look that okay, up. If you have a chance, read it, because I think it's online now, but it was a Men's Journal article um, interviewing... Oh, Esquire. I believe Esquire. Mm-hmm. Um, interviewing Josh Brolin. Did you say Esquire? Esquire. <laughs> I like that better. Esquire. <laughs> that's just, It's just an attorney that deals with nothing but ass play. Like, when things go wrong with your butt. Call me. I'm John. I'm John Pillarou, Esquire. Um, it's an interview with uh, with uh, Brolin, right about before Only the Brave came out. So it was to promote Only the Brave. Very underrated film too. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Only the Brave is good. I like it a lot. Was it underrated? I mean, I thought people really liked it. I didn't and... think a lot of people saw it. Oh, okay. People yeah. didn't um, see it, but it did really well. We we talked about this before. Fireman movies are just kind of like something you don't really like. You're not really anticipating, not like cop movies. Well, because there's no conflict. We all just love firemen and heroes. You know, like with soldiers and cops, you're always there's always anti-hero. So I just found you know, yeah, exactly. Who was originally cast to play Lewin Davis? I mean, uh, Llewellyn Moss. Who Heath Ledger? 
That would have been horrible. It's hard to say. It's not hard to say. You saw, I mean, you could argue there's a lot of parallels uh, in the character that he plays in Brokeback Mountain as far as like the mannerisms. and. I just think he's too young and not... Yeah, you need someone more like, weathered. He weathered it. Yeah. This is, you, you need know, someone I, a little more weathered. It had nothing. I By agree. the way, that was not a slight on his, Heath Ledger's ability. He's but Heath Ledger he's was amazing. actually cast for the role. Wow. And then died. And I don't know that he, I can't, I don't, no, he didn't die yet. No, he didn't die. He was still alive. And I think he dropped out uh, like last minute. And I remember hearing Brolin tell the story, like the Coen yeah. brothers, like said, you know, we love you, but you know, we already cast the role. I, uh, I love that movie. I truly do. I remember being in the theater. So Tommy Lee Jones' best every, performance. Every once in a while, you go see a movie where you're in the theater and you're like, "I'm watching something special." Like, I had a beautiful boy, and like, or when the, people just sit there as the credits play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you it get the, one or you get movies. one of these. I didn't get clapping. I remember everyone was just so cool. Well, because of the way that movie ends too. Everyone. What was the so last quiet. movie you saw applause at the end when the fucking Avengers? And I was like, "What oh. are you guys clapping about?" That's basic ass America shit yeah, right there, yeah. dude. It was the most packed theater I've ever seen in my life. It was like fucking uh, so. Never pissed. seen it. It's terrible. Never seen any. Not the last one. The last. Never one seen any X Men, Avengers, any of those movies. I've They're seen not bad. This last item just. Eh. It just doesn't interest me. That clapping, yeah. like that clapping, that deserved it. Um, I mean, yeah, people clapped when I saw Beautiful Boy. Yeah, at some random ass theater. Can't remember the last time someone clapped. Well, I, I just remember watching. A lot of, and it. people gasped. I heard people gasp when they'd say. When the the tech starts playing, that he's he's been sober for eight years. Yeah, people were like genuinely surprised. That's awesome. I I um I remember there being some applause after Inglorious Bastards. Mm. Oh, I do too. Actually, when they blew up Hitler, people it was were clapping. Such a, it was just such a. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. I, 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 I actually I remember people clapping when they blew Hitler up at the end of that. Movie. What that movie does with language is is what all, what Tarantino always does with language is untouchable. I think it's one of his most overrated movies. You think so? Was it have really? you watched it recently? I have because I was arguing with somebody that loves that movie but doesn't like Brad Pitt's performance and yeah. I'm the opposite. I think Brad Pitt's great in it and I don't think <laughs> the rest awesome. of the movie's good I, in he's it. He's great. So I went back and watched it and I was just like, I think, I think Eli Roth is miscast. I, uh, yeah, that was doing a friend of solid. That was doing it? a friend yeah. of solid because that, that was like a huge, that, like the Bear Jew was a huge role. It should have been like Vincent D'Onofrio or something. Like That would have been awesome. You know, like, that would have been awesome. I don't envision, just big old fat right, Vincent right. I don't envision the up. Bear Jew being like a, a muscular guy. I see him like a guy who came out of the womb big. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio and he's just like great big hands. D'Onofrio. Like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's his most, I think it's his, it's easily his most overrated movie. And I think it's his no. Uh, yeah, but you said you you gave me some line of bullshit the other day that Reservoir Dogs is really not that good. I never said that. I said it's not as good as Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. Well, I, no, I love Reservoir Dogs. But I, I, I said I, Jackie Brown's not good. Yeah, I don't yeah. like Jackie Brown. Jackie, Jackie Brown's Brown, got some great scenes. Does anyone like Jackie Brown though? Yes, That's a lot of not, people do. It's got a weird following. I think the only people, movie that I just do not hear people ever defend is Hateful Eight. And it's not the hateful. It's a bad movie either. I liked it. It's not a bad movie. It's like it's probably. But better I wouldn't than Jackie defend Brown. it. That's a good yeah, point. It's not like I a, wouldn't like stand up for it's it. It's not like a like you see because it's kind of a recycling of Tarantino, right? Yeah. It's not. There's not a lot to it that you're like, oh well, shit. Our boy is great in that. Too. It's almost like Jenny I feel Tatum? like I feel awesome. like if he had no. the budget for Reservoir Dogs and made Hateful Eight, it would be better. But like if it would just focused on just them. True. If it was just them in a room. And you had to decide. It was all based in like Tarantino dialogue. 
plus Michael Madsen looks so terrible in that movie. Yeah, he's like it's like it's it's distracting. He lives a very different lifestyle. Yes, than, uh, he looks like he's like been Hugh drinking Jackman. for forty years yeah. and then got plastic surgery. Son's a real nice kid. I I started interviewing him um uh for uh the Divergent films. Mm. Yeah, what's who's uh, his son? He's an actor, and those the, I I don't know what else he's done, but I started. That's when I first got to know him, and then. Turns out he's like a huge. He was a huge Loveline fan. He's like, I, I, I totally want to be on the show, and and he's oh, yeah. totally. You know what I really like is that he's not like I don't want to talk about my dad or like he's oh, like he's totally cool. into. It. He's like, yeah, oh, it's cool. awesome. My dad's fucking Mister Blonde. Are you kidding me? Like, it's- not only that, but you know what? He kind of secretly steals the show for me in Kill Bill too. Yeah, he's so fucking. good. He does that in a lot of movies uh, in the nineties. He's, he's a, a really, he's a really, really talented guy that I think has made a lot of bad life decisions mm-hmm. and then ha- has been forced to do movies that he probably shouldn't have to do because he's paying the mortgage, you know? It's crazy because if you get the call from Tarantino, you can pretty much write your own story. Definitely afterwards. didn't get his dad's looks. I know. Poor guy. Looks exactly like his father. Christian Madsen? Mm-hmm. Oh, he does. Not in a good way. Yeah. But he totally, you could see his yeah, dad. Yeah, you can see his dad. Um. I, another thing I like about Michael Madsen is that if you interview him, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, I did that movie uh, for the money." Uh, not, you know, I, <laughs> oh, obviously, I wasn't a big fan of that. <laughs> so he's not like playing a character. Dude, no, 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 no. He's, he's, like, like, he's like, yeah. Michael Madsen's like the king of straight-to-video yeah. movies. Like for a while, that you he was still living off he was still living off of Quentin Tarantino goodwill. So you'd be in Blockbuster in the nineties, you'd be like, "Oh, Mister Blonde's in this. Like, yeah. let's check this out. It's a crime movie, and it's just like terrible." Fucking, what He's about? so good in dead Reservoir in, Dogs. Dead in the Desert or some stupid fucking... He is so good in Reservoir Dogs. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. But Mike, that entire about, cast. Yeah. That's another thing is another guy that I uh, I wish we would have gotten to see more of him out of that era was Tim Roth when he was younger. Was so yeah. was mm. so interesting of an actor. But it makes sense why he couldn't be a leading... Like he doesn't look like a leading man in that time period. What about Mark Madsen though? <laughs> the Mad Dog? <laughs> <laughs> greatest greatest dancer. Fantastic, fantastic reference. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> Did you see Birdman at uh, the UFC? Or did you guys even watch the UFC? The, over the, the most there? Recent? Yeah, they flashed because it was in Denver. Mm-hmm. And they flashed and it's Birdman. He's like even more tatted out than before. Not Birdman the rapper, Birdman the Is basketball he the player. only basketball player that's ever gotten suspended for ecstasy? Birdman? He got caught yeah. on ecstasy. Got suspended for a year. Yeah, dude. That, it's crazy he parties. ecstasy doesn't People, stay in your system that long. No. He sucks. <laughs> I hate him. Oh, he was so awesome, though. Fuck you. No, he sucked. Instant energy. I hated him. I hate that every time I play adult league basketball, people especially when you got that. What's up, Birdman? The Mohawk. That's gotta hurt. You don't. You can't even jump. At least that guy. That guy could jump. I get that reference. Oh, why you gotta shit on Jay so like? Damn, bro. He's a white guy, dude. He can't jump. Chris Birdman's a white guy. That's why people paid attention to him because he's a white guy that could jump. Most white dudes in the NBA outside of Joe Ingles can jump. Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles is kind of like Stockton a, a couldn't jump. Though. Stockton couldn't jump, but most guys in the NBA now can jump that are white, minus Dirk, I guess, because he's forty. Who's in the NBA that's white now? Who's the that's greatest? American. Who's the greatest white jumper? Will Purdue, Rex Chapman? No, it's Rex Bird- Chapman. It's Birdman could he fly. He could fucking throw down. Yeah, Birdman could fly. It's got to be Rex Chapman. You think so, Rex Chapman? Dude, the guy had fucking like a forty-one inch vertical. <laughs> He was 6'4". I was about to say someone, but I'm not he used sure to he's fucking white. baptize people. <laughs> Jason Kidd? <laughs> Jason Kidd couldn't jump. <laughs> I'll say Zach Levine, but he's not white. He's not white. He's, he's half. Um, Blake Griffin's half. 
That dude's can God, fly. No one, I mean, that's a man who flies. Flies. Yeah. Have you seen that's what a, his mom and dad look like? That's a specimen. Yeah. His dad looks like Charles S. Dutton. And his mom looks like uh, his mom looks like the mom from the the Peggy the, Bundy. He, no, not Penny Bundy. The oh, I can't think of it. What's the show that people talk about now that was racist? I love Lucy. That was racist. In the, the 80s, show that was the racist. sitcom that was really popular with the All in the Family. All in the Family. <laughs> that was the seventies, by the way. That was the seventies. Yeah. Jeez. So does that do we does that like count as a white dude that can jump or no? Who Blake? Sure. Yeah, to him. that counts. Half. Even though we know which side, of, I which mean, side half, of the, half the, is it. But that's like saying, is that like, is that like saying, does Obama count as a black president? He's yeah. only half. You know, of course he counts. True. Half is a lot. True. I agree. I just found out today. I didn't know Mal- Malcolm Gladwell is biracial. I did not know. I that did either. not realize that. Yeah. His he's like he's quarter. His his mom was half. It's weird half when mixed, half black. When we talk about like maybe one of the greatest black kids when they are not when they don't. Take after the black parent, you know, like you're because yeah. you're like, you're like, what? What do you mean? You know, like, well, Blake Griffin looks nothing like his dad, right? Like, <laughs> like, well, Blake Griffin, you could, or his brother, Blake Griffin like could be like, like Canelo Alvarez, like he looks like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, I, if oh, you told yeah. me he was like some from some village in Mexico, I'd be like, all right, whatever. If he was a boxer, you might think he was. Yeah. Can we talk about maybe one of the greatest podcast parents of all time? Have you got, did you guys see that Malcolm Gladwell and Rick Rubin have a podcast coming out? Oh, I'd listen to that. Did, it's already out. I'd, I oh. said I'd listen to that. About every music? time Gladwell, oh my god! Every time Gladwell's on Simmons, it's like, those two those guys are, the best are gonna episodes. they're gonna break down. It's a, gonna be a music podcast, I guess. But I would say uh, because Gladwell is so interesting, Gladwell, Ruben Ruben can carry anything. Listen, yeah. Ruben's one of the most interesting, most phenomenal producers of our generation. I don't know how interesting he's, he's a good gonna, interview. He's is a good, he? Yeah, you see him in documentaries. Like he was on Fit, the Fit Rick Rubin is like really a yes. amazing powerhouse of intrigue. Yeah, he's super. Yeah. He was the best. I, I just part. don't know like how much he would he would speak. He was the best Gladwell. part of. Uh, he, no, I'm saying like Fit Rick Rubin now. Yeah, he's in Sobers, good shape now. Rick yeah, Rubin. he's like a skinny he's yoga fucking guy. Dude. Shredded. No way. I like literally, like, oh, dude. He has shredded. I know he's skinnier. Six pack outline. Wow. So does that mean people are going to stop calling me him? Um, <laughs> well, you saw him on, um, he was showed up on the Jay-Z, the, the, the David Letterman one. He was the best part of that. They went to his studio where he's got the bus. The Avid Brothers, Brothers documentary too. He looks great. He really does. He looks like he's good. Holy shit. I told you, man. Definitely looks like. It's rad that he kept his beard too. That's yeah. what's awesome. He, he looks shredded. Looks like he tried out for the new Tarantino movie about Charles Manson. He could be in that one. All I want to do is see that movie. It's all. It's everything. It's that, everything. Is that the it's best everything. cast you can think of? Yes. It doesn't like matter who else years? is in the movie. You have Brad Pitt and Leo in the same movie. It doesn't matter. Everything. Granted, the rest of the cast is awesome, but those two guys in a movie, it's over. Like, it's over. It's not even fair. Yeah. It's not even fair. It's not. Just like, just, just stop. And Brad Pitt looks so fucking looks rad in that movie. Like, just stop releasing movies is after it, that. Yeah. Is it, so is it like the Warriors? Like, is it like the Warriors lineup for that, for that cast? It's the, it's the Golden State it's Warriors pretty, of casting. Of casting, heavy, yeah. yeah. It's pretty heavy. It really is. Like, those two dudes. Spencer even though Pratt is in the film. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Do if, they have plastic surgery? That if Brad Pitt played, played Spencer Pratt in the Spencer <laughs> Pratt biopic. Oh like God. old Spencer, <laughs> like playing with crystals. Oh, the all time. Sub kid, I'm 60 now. Crystals, Ed Hardy, sick. <gasps> Bentley in the front, Bugatti in the back. 
He just, I was listening to the song he was on Shade 45 on the way over out. <laughs> I woke up in a new Bugatti. And I was thinking like, he has a song? Is no, there, no, no, no. That, that is a song. That's it's a oh, song. or is, I think Spencer Pratt has a no, song. No, no, no. And I was thinking like, is there okay. used Bugattis? The pretty- $2.5 million for a 2014 Bugatti. So they hold their value. It's like private jets, dude. Everybody just leases them. A new one that's coming out and for 2019 is starting at 5.7 million. That's just million. stupid that a brand new car could cost that much money. It's just stupid. It's more than like, you could buy a really cool house. How much was cool the new car that Corolla bought? That's dope. The Le Mans car? It's got to be close to a million. It was like, no, it was like 2 million, I thought. Who did? Adam Corolla? Yeah, he bought the <gasps> car that uh, Paul Newman, did he oh. win Le Mans in it? He raced it. He I raced it. I don't think he won it, it. yeah. McQueen has won Le Mans. Well, Paul, Corolla has, um, Corolla has collected like numerous Paul Newman cars and did a documentary about him. Yeah. Well, he, cause he's got that, his garage is like a, is a fucking parking structure, right? Yeah. With like a crazy, yeah. Uh, all right, let's wrap it up. Anything else? Um, well, W, do we do WWs and L's? Nah, we can save that. I actually woke up in a new Bugatti guy, so I just want to. I have, I have a very late to the game thing, but I finally thought of my most underrated movie that I can think of. What is it? Michael Clayton. I don't think that's underrated. No, it did not get, it got didn't do nominated. well. It got nominated for Best Picture. That's true, but it didn't do very well in the theaters. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's, I went back I went back and watched the other day. It's still so good. Oh, and one other thing. I just got hip to uh, Abstract on Netflix. Have you, have you guys watched that? Mm-hmm. Man, that is one of the best fucking documentary good, series. There's a bunch of good art, art documentary series on, the, on Netflix. They have that other one too that has... What's her name's on it? Actually, S. Devlin. They do an episode of S. Devlin. No, she's on that abstract. On abstract. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just watched also that one, one other one too. Her and the the one about Tinker, the guy that designed the Jordan Tinker shoes. Hatfield, yeah. It's abstract great. sick. Yeah, it's so good. Cool. Let's wrap it up. But damn black. <laughs>